What's that guy's name again? I always forget. I keep saying Shigu or Roth for some reason. The Celestial, because that's <laughs> from Destiny. That's from Destiny too. <laughs> I get Isn't it like Asterem or some shit. I keep saying either Asterix or Shigo Roth. I'm mad because I have the fucking cast in front of me and I don't even know the name. (laughs) Well, the the voice actor for him, I'm not too sure. Uh, I mean, they should still have the name. Oh, Karan, that's his name. Karun. (laughs) That was the (laughs) Celestial all this time. (laughs) Nonsense. (laughs) I'm surprised, like, they made, like, the Celestials, like, look the same. Like, and not like their comic book counterparts, like... Like oh. Eternity or right. like, uh, I mean, I mean, the judge looks like the comics, right? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't have like Galactus or like, you know, Eternity or like the other ones. See, Galactus is weird because I heard that Galactus apparently eats celestial babies. Apparently, like I heard that, like that was his mm-hmm. role in this was like to kind of balance everything out, um, which is really weird. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see Galactus. Be so random if they just had like Unicron there for some reason. Unicron, <laughs> <laughs> the Living Tribunal or some shit. Well, we ended Transformers like you know Michael Bay's Transformers like on a, a complete hip- cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. But I forgot her, her name. Um, but yeah, that'll work. Did you see Why that not? trailer for that movie, uh, Moonfall? Oh yeah, see everything I, just matches. I, every time I see that, I just think it's like Transformers: Dark of the Moon. For it's reason. basically like that, right? It's yeah, it's basically the same. There was another movie. I think it was called Apollo eighteen or something. I seen it that. Was, yeah, with the yeah, aliens. it was like a, it was like a horror movie or something with the aliens. Yeah, it's like found mm. footage or something like that. Those little parasite things. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I feel like so anytime old. like Hollywood does anything like moon related, it's always it's like always some horror film or some shit. It's always something that I mean because the moon's so boring. So what else can you right. do? That's <laughs> so boring. <laughs> you gotta like put some scary shit there. Right. It's like They're nothing. Like, uh, they, they touch down and then they. <laughs> like the fuck was that? The, Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like instead of the 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 boot like the footprint, it's just our like our podcast logo. <laughs> I feel like we have to get someone to animate that. Right. But like CG, like pay five hundred or six hundred dollars for like four K CG. We gotta get a fucking Elon to put our, our logo on the next rocket ship. <laughs> on a Tesla, there's like a little Easter egg. How how right. Tesla has so many Easter eggs, just our our first episode. Which like is he like... just uh, like Defenti like does all the like the the interface animations. <laughs> Has a song like instead of Miss Minutes, it's just our, our fucking logo. And everybody would be scared. Everybody already yeah. seems afraid of us anyway, <laughs> so everybody would be more scared. The real what the, what they really found on Apollo thirteen was a uh, our first episode that you <laughs> that you didn't upload to YouTube because it's so bad. <laughs> they got transmission like a uh, sound waves. So it's just like they yeah. See why why waves. do you think they cut it off the for the audio for like two minutes because they didn't want to hear our fucking audio. <laughs> Fuck was that? <laughs> oh shit! It's Michael Myers. <laughs> they might as well. It's, it's so sad, worse. but it's true. <laughs> as I said earlier, it's funny if people actually listen to us. <laughs> right. I know you guys. If you guys are actually listening to us right now, like you, you the OG. Like <laughs> you family. I, uh, now, you you. Part of the you, Dom Toretto family. They probably are just family of friends. Right. <laughs> They're not even regulars. Hey, Caldero. <laughs> right. I mean. Uh, don't fuck me, Tony. <laughs> oh, no. 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 <laughs> That's everybody when I Oh, my God. Can we put a clip video? of that at the end of the episode? Just <laughs> Frank Lopez's <is> <laughs> exaggerated ass death. <laughs> 
tried to find it. We already got copyrighted once. It's it's so bad because I don't know if it's just like me because like I rewatch like mob movies all the time. But every time somebody dies, it just gets funnier and funnier. <laughs> <laughs> what well, a stuff you you've been ruining like mom movies for me. Well, you ruined it for me. That's why I like. <laughs> it started with The Departed, and then uh, which wasn't it really started, a mom movie. But no, kind it of. started with Newt Gunray in fucking no, episode three. That's where no. it started. I know. Uh, might as well be Frank Lopez in that fucking uh, Mustafar chamber, right? <laughs> Count Dooku was like to to Newt Gunray, "Don't fuck me, dude." Palpatine, <laughs> dude, don't fuck me. <laughs> no, it's like uh, like Palpatine when he was. Like uh, when he told them like Anakin was coming, he's like, "Manolo, shoot this piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Anakin, kill this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah with, with Count Dooku, he's like, "Do it!" Oh, oh my god, <laughs> don't you ever fuck me, Anakin? <laughs> don't you ever try to fuck me? <laughs> Why does Sosa say it in like the most sus like like <laughs> like I can't. I can't take that scene seriously. He's like well articulated, but like with a hinge of accent. But right. it's like, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> they like, like did he all the kind of like wants him to fuck. <laughs> they did the best EQ, audio EQ just for that line. Right. Like they made sure it was it was perfect. <laughs> right. They put the boom mic like extra close on <laughs> just to get that. Part. I'm mad the audio still sounds better than us. <laughs> I mean, that's not saying much, but. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. I probably shirt has more compression than our fucking our audio file. <laughs> Bro. Wait until you guys see our next videos. It's gonna be uh, fucking wild, at least on our end. Workflow wise. Right. <laughs> we get this fucking if we get this project sharing done right, hopefully. Oh my god. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast with Dylan and Akram, your podcast for the latest news in entertainment and pop culture. Today, me and Akram are giving our thoughts on Marvel's most unique entry to the MCU yet, Eternals, uh, directed by Chloe Zhao. Uh, keep in mind, there will be spoilers in this review, uh, but I, for the most part, enjoyed it. It's uh, it's very different from the MCU films. Uh, almost feels out of place. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. I want to touch on it. Uh, but Akram, I know your knowledge in the lore of uh, Eternals better than I am. I know a little bit, like the like the origins of like the Celestials and the Deviants. Um, but how did you receive this movie? You know, I it's it's very unique. Um, it's one of those movies where like it's so the long the runtime is like really long, so you kind of have to. Uh, I think Eternals was appropriate because it felt like an eternity to watch this shit. <laughs> it really did, you know. I, you just have to let it sit with you. I think the next day you'll probably appreciate it more because it's, it's definitely high in themes, right? Um, but as for Origins, um, I feel like they took a lot of liberties with like just Celestials in general. Um, they took a lot of liberties, like Crow, right? Uh, yeah. That was supposedly mm-hmm. the main villain, but kind of in a way it was like three. Uh villains or anti-heroes right um well, you so know, i feel like i feel like there wasn't like a clear-cut villain in this but i'm it, gonna there wasn't more on it later yeah 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 i i enjoyed it for what it is i i i think i enjoyed it it, it did feel a little bit boring i'm not gonna lie um but visuals are stunning though at least the scale it's a huge movie really is yeah it's 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 grand it's very epic um i do agree it did we, we always talk about like pacing in movies um i don't know I, I i get that they needed a lot of like exposition in the beginning because um l- kind of like guardians of the galaxy like these characters aren't very familiar to casual watchers right 
Um, so you kind of needed that, you know, history of the Eternals and what they've been through um, on Earth. And, the, you know, the trailer kind of gave that, too. So I feel like they didn't need to be so heavy on it. Um, yeah, it was, I think it was the same runtime as Endgame. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, About like know. 30 minutes or, or 20 minutes less. Yeah, probably something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's the same runtime, but I don't know. I think Endgame just had like a better like things were just moving like much faster. Uh, oh, yeah. As far as like story, um, I I did like the story though. I think it was very interesting, and you know a lot of people are gonna be like divisive about this movie. I I understand that, um, but I appreciated it for what it was. Um, I I think it it dealt a lot with very like almost like Umbrella Academy, um, like with a lot of like the family ties. Um, it's like kind of like the inverse of Guardians of the Galaxy in a way. It's like because if you think of Guardians, like they all. They all started uh, separate and then they came together, right? But this one, it's like uh, they they started as like one family, right? And then they kind of just like broke apart in a way. Um, I, I did like the cast, though. I think uh, the cast did a really good job. I, I enjoyed each character. I think they all had like their time to shine and just like give, you know, I, I think each one kind of like had their own uh, character development, too. Um, I, I don't know. I just... It feels kind of out of, like I said, out of place for a Marvel movie. Um, I don't know. I think because they, they do at times mention like other characters like Thor or Captain America or, or Iron Man. But they never we never really see like, you know, it's weird. It's like because usually Marvel movies, I'm so used to like cameos or appearances. But this one we didn't. I mean, other than the end credit scene, which I'm going to touch on later. But uh, oh, yeah, we didn't really see like many uh like it would have been interesting to see like like in the beginning especially like excuse me like i feel like their introduction to earth you, they could have like gone through like the history of like cuz they're they're really like technically chronologically they are the first people we see in the timeline of the MCU right so it could have been cool to see like uh i don't know maybe like Shang-Chi's dad like you know he's probably like the eight and most the oldest uh character we've seen or like the the foundation of like Wakanda or something, you know. It, it just would have been cool to see like different like civilizations, uh, building up towards like the main MCU. But um, I don't know I I liked it for it was what it was, and uh, I think the relationship with the deviants and the celestials, it it kind of felt like a, you know, it reminded me it reminded me of um, the Manhunters and the the Guardians of Oa from uh, Green Lantern. In a way, so it's kind of like they're the, correcting their mistakes with the with the. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of what that reminded me of. Um, but I liked each uh, Eternal. I think uh, they had their own like little personality quirks, and uh, I liked each of their powers. I thought they're really cool. Um, but what did you think of it? Yeah, and and I completely agree. And uh, going back uh, to just the liberties they've taken, I feel like some things were warranted because I think it actually makes the story better. Like for example, because originally the Eternals were made on Earth, right? Like way back when they were they were humans, right? And they were transformed into Eternals, and then you had Deviants, and then you just had Hominids, right? So it's like here, um, I feel like the relationship they really have to work to gain a relationship with Earth, right? And so I find it kind of beautiful that they fell in love with the people rather than, oh, the Earth's going to be destroyed. We were born already on Earth, right? So then they're going to say, well, this is our home. Instead, they had Olympia or, or whatever, right? And, and they thought that that was their home. So um, they dealt with a lot of themes. Like you said, with uh, just family. Um, I always love that in movies and stuff, like even like Suicide Squad or something like that, where like they find that uh, friendship. Um, and, and 
in a way, it feels isolating, right? They're they're very lonely. You have to think about it that way because they've lived so long, and if they fell in love, they lost so many people. So they, all they have is each other. So when you think about some of the deaths that we've seen, I felt like it was really impactful. And, so, and I didn't expect some people to die here. I was like, what? And so early on, right? Um, yeah, the pacing wise, I felt like it was kind of weird because uh, it's like it's kind of like the problem is weird. I'm comparing it to this, but that's the only thing I can think of. It's like the Last of Us Part Two, right? Everyone complains about the pacing because you. Go back to Abby and then Ellie. So like here, it's like you're. It's it's almost jaunting, but I don't feel like it was uh, aggressive. Uh, where we see flashbacks, I think it is. It is important that we do see some things. Like why are they uh, living civilian life uh, styles, right? Um, Cass is amazing. Gemma Chan is amazing too. Um, I, I was a big fan of her from AMC's uh, Humans. I think it's called 3.0 or something like that. That's where she originally, where I originally saw her. Angelina Jolie too. I'm a big fan of Angelina Jolie. It's so weird to see her in an MCU flick. Uh, I think she did a great job, even if you say that she was kind of useless. I understand, but uh, just her character. I felt like there's there's a type of cadence and uh, just just the little mannerism she has. Um, I felt like it was really impactful, especially on screen. Um, and Richard Madden, too. He's kind of like that anti-hero, kind of like he's he's on the lines of <clears throat> of an actual true superhero and and close to a villain. Uh, or, you know, which which is funny, too. I feel like what they set up, it's it's definitely Jenna. Actually, uh, Chloe Zhao, actually, she uh, talked about this. This is she said that this is the most like superhero type of movie ever. Uh, which is weird because they do mention Superman, right? And they do mention Batman and stuff, but it's much more than that. And I feel like a lot of people will have trouble seeing that um, just because it's an MCU flick. But I feel like it's multidimensional, right? If you look between the lines and you really uh, just try to think of of the themes that's going on, it's about, you know, love. Um, what would you do for the people you love um, in the grand scheme of things too? Um, and everybody is kind of doing something uh, for something they love or, or something they really need. Like even the Celestials, they're doing it, you know, to make baby... Well, I say baby Celestials because if you guys know in the comics, uh, Galactus actually eats Celestials, right? So I always say baby Celestials when they're born. But like, you know, that's a Celestial. Um, and even, uh, you know, again, Icarus. Um, in the comics, uh, Icarus' name, he, he took on a name Icarus because he had a son named Icarus and he built the sun wings, right, to fly because the sun didn't adopt uh, Icarus's powers, right? So, uh, but he died, he fell to his death. So that's why uh, he named himself Icarus. Here, again, they took liberties, they changed it up. I would understand why they changed it. But, um, you know, I just find some of the imagery beautiful and very poetic too. I mean, obviously Icarus will commit suicide by flying straight to the sun um that was pretty cool that was really cool um Gemma Chan Cersei um and and Dane Whitman right um just that love what would they do and especially Dane um he's gonna become he is Black Knight right he's gonna take on his his uncle's uh mantle of Black Knight because in the comics his uncle is Nathan Garrett right and um <clears throat> his uncle was a villain so this is really cool to see uh what'll happen later um yeah I, I, I honestly oh and even ajak right um <clears throat> just her love between uh the eternals but she knows that she has like a duty right and um just that back and forth and chloe Zhao again she has like phenomenal ideas because she directed nomadland which actually won uh an academy award for best picture so didn't she also <clears throat> didn't she direct uh what was that korean film it was uh with steven yoon 
Oh, mm-hmm. I think I know what you're talking about. Minari. Th- what didn't she direct Minari? Uh I think I know what you're talking about, and let me just see right here. Know, let me, let me we have to, myself. We have to fact check Dylan because Dylan's always. Uh, <laughs> I'm notorious for <laughs> for bad miscasting. I don't see anything here about Minari. <laughs> so, Minari director. Let me see. But yeah, um, while you're looking for that, I'll just continue. But um, I just. Uh, you okay, know, no, I, it's not. But I, I would have yeah. thought. I don't know. I don't know why I think maybe because like she's a good. You know, she she handles like each character really well, and I feel like um she really just has like I don't know something about her work, like she um she really like elevates the movie beyond a superhero film. It's like almost like I'm watching like a foreign film or something, like uh just like it was it was very like cool to see like different like cultures, you know, like like just going beyond like I like you. Every time, like we watch like a Marvel film, it's always like I don't know, like U.S. based or something, right? Or like a certain like country or whatever. But here we kind of like we're like all over the place. Not even just like you know different countries, like different time periods, right? So just seeing like different uh, civilizations, like the Mesopotamia, yeah, excuse me, Mesopotamia, uh, like Babylon, Iraq, like all these different locations. I think they're just so uh, beautifully represented. Um, but yeah, like going to, back to the characters, like uh, I, like okay, so Thena, like I, I will admit, like I don't know, she, like even the deviant Prime, I guess said it, <laughs> like I don't know, I just felt like I don't know, she could have done more. I don't know, I, I did like Angelina Jolie's like acting, um, but I don't know, I think like Thena, like they, she, they could just I don't know, did something more with her character. Um, Gemma Chan, I liked as Cersei, I thought she was cool. Um. I I didn't really like feel of her as like a leader for the Eternals. Um, honestly, I felt like uh, Festus did more <laughs> or Druig um, in a way. But um, but each character had their their due right. Uh, even um, was it fucking Sprite? Uh, I thought she was like a like a really cool like member of the Eternals. Like that she had her her little quippy moment. I think the weird, I think the little subplot with her. Uh, hitting on a uh, or not well, like crushing on Icarus was kind of weird. Um, but I get where she's coming from because you know she wants to you know evolve, right? And be, I think in a way, that's one thing the devious deviants have over the Eternals is that they can evolve, right, and become something more. Whereas like the Eternals, even though they can live forever, they're kind of just like stuck in one form that they they didn't choose, right? So I I, I get where Sprite was coming from. Um. Kingo was like cool, uh, but I, it was kind of weird that they didn't show him in the last battle. He kind of just like dipped and was like, "All right." I didn't even notice that, but that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> like he just went to make a fucking like Bollywood movie or some shit. <laughs> that was um, weird. Yeah, and there's, I'm feeling like I'm forgetting. Oh, um, was it Makari? Like she was whooping right. ass, dude. She was whooping Icarus's ass, and like I thought I was watching like the final season of The Flash or some shit. <laughs> like, that was fun. That was a fun fight. If she doesn't end up in like fucking uh, like the new Flash movie, I'll be upset. <laughs> yeah, and Lauren Ritloff, um, you know, she's obviously death, right? So uh, great representation, and also I just like the fact that they showed how these these people will actually communicate still through uh, ASL sound, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. So that's not that's not like just like different languages, right? It's like different forms of communication, right? So I thought that was cool. Um, what was it? Uh... I like Druid a lot. Druid was like one of my favorite characters just because uh he's a like I said, like there's no he, he has like potential to be a villain, but 
when you realize who like the true villains are <laughs> um at the end of the movie it's kind of like uh it elevates him more like because he he i think he honestly has like uh one of the biggest powers in this movie um i mean icarus obviously he's like the strongest but, like druid can like control minds right on a vast scale like on some like professor xavier shit right so uh and then <clears throat> he's kind of kind of ha- kind of has like a god complex in a way it's like he can take he thinks he's he can take away like people's like emotions but i, I do like that he recognizes that humanity's flaws is what makes them human right so uh, yeah he's one of my favorite characters in the ser- in the in the movie yeah, uh, it was cool to see uh richard madden and kit back <laughs> after uh <laughs> Our long-awaited reunion from uh, Game how, of Thrones. How weird, right? I just right. felt like, wow. <laughs> I, I never, never thought, thought I'd, I'd hear Kit say, I love Cersei in a million years. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but yeah, and then Icarus himself. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's he started off like a Prince Charming character. And I don't know what it is about like this year i think just like evil superman or the the trend this year <laughs> with like omni man and homelander <laughs> and right. now uh, i guess uh icarus is next um yeah he was he was a fucking problem man i mean he really like came off as like peacemaker or, like like yeah i, I keep i always like, compare this movie to like uh the watchman and uh icarus is kind of like ozymandias in a way right he thinks he's like he's he's what he's doing like as terrible as it is um, is for the betterment of uh, society, so it was uh, it was interesting just to see him, and uh, and he's powerful too, right? He can. I feel like you need fucking Captain Marvel to like stop him or some shit. I think I heard from Clo uh, that that like he's actually more powerful than Captain Marvel. Apparently. Probably, I would yeah, imagine. yeah, yeah. He's. I think that he's the most powerful that we've seen in the MCU. And we didn't even see his powers like showcased a lot here because he has way mm-hmm. more powers in the comics too. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and Selma Hayek as Ajax, I I really liked her. She really um, she plays that motherly figure really well. That she kind of like uh connects like no matter what everybody's like agendas or ambitions are, they all can like respect uh Ajax. You know, even though she kind of did lie to them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. What did you think of like the the reveal of like the Celestials and like um like the Earth like being destroyed and shit. Well, from the comics, I knew this already. I knew that there was a hit. Uh, a, the Dreaming Celestial basically was uh, in Earth's core, right? I, I've already known this, um, but uh, the visuals are cool. I I do like the redesigns for the Celestials. Um, I find it, you know, quite pretty. And um, you know, I'm just trying to think now because I'm trying to think of the reveals. Um, the reveal actually got me uh, a little bit. I was like, I, I really didn't want Selma Hayek's character to die, Ajax. I, I was like hoping no one would die. And so right? early, too. Yeah, I mean, at least we had flashbacks and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I I was kind of like, oh, man. And then plus Don Lee is Gugamesh. Uh, Don Lee, I love Don mm-hmm. Lee from uh, Train to Busan. So, like, he... Damn, he man. Was awesome. Yeah, Gugamesh died. Uh, Gugamesh is, like, a really important character, too. If you really want to... Like, I wonder if he's stronger than Icarus mm. I was just thinking about that like could, could he really like take on Icarus I, he probably mm. can um, 
Um, but I also like that. It kind of reminds me, which is funny, the Guardians of the Galaxy game where like they would put you in scenarios where certain Guardians can't be used, right? And it just shows you that, oh, there's still a great team. Not one person is, is like severely overpowered against the rest because they could still take on Icarus. You know, mm -hmm. we saw Festos doing the work on Icarus, right? Right. Um, so everybody, everybody has this unique power that they could really take on any situation, right? So I think they're the perfect team uh, without mm -hmm. that hubris, uh, or, you know, but... um. Cersei, I think Cersei was cool. Cersei has like a unique uh, thing in the comics where like Cersei falls in love with like, uh, or actually Cersei in a different universe uh, falls in love again with Dane Whitman, but it's an evil Dane Whitman. And then he, she breaks mm -hmm. up with him and then he goes to the prime uh, Marvel universe and then tries to kill her and stuff. So like, I wonder how we're going to see that. Um, honestly, I was really disappointed that we didn't see much about Black Knight. I know it'll be too much though, like mm -hmm. added to this film. Um, it was already like two and a half hours. I was like, my, my bowels are screaming to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it was really cool. I like that they, like this movie leads way with so much intertextuality because even we saw like a lot of uh, kind of like 2001 A Space Odyssey imagery with, I forgot what's their ship called, but like it kind of reminded me of the monolith. The Domo. Yeah, something. the Domo, right. The yeah. Domo. The Domo is actually, I believe, a artificial Japanese. intelligence or something. No, it's artificial intelligence in uh, the Eternals lore or mm -hmm. I believe something like that or a person I forgot that can you know works with computers um, mm -hmm. yeah they changed a lot though from the source material that that's I was really shocked that they went that far to change so much um, mm -hmm. so I don't know how certain things are going to play out um, but what's cool about Marvel is they take underrated characters right and they boost them up and they uh, become like great characters like in the comics now like we'll probably see a lot more of the Eternals they have currently there's like a comic run going on right now if you guys want to mm -hmm. check it out um, but Black Knight, I think we're going to see a lot more. I'm confused about the ending because I never really seen Black Knight interact with Blade in the comics. So, uh, but his sword has a blood curse, right? So it's the Ebony Blade. So the Ebony Blade has a blood curse and every time he kills, um, I think he becomes more evil through it. So I think that's a nice, mm. uh, caveat because that sword can cut through any living material or any Valyrian steel or dragon glass <laughs> right it could cut through a celestial it is extremely op but that's cool mm. that if it is cursed which it kind of looked like it is cursed um mm. that that would happen um yeah i mean it, it's really i think a character showpiece um it's it's sad too i think the imagery is also sad like there's so much intertextuality mm. because for example when uh what's her name when uh makari was running right and she found the spot, right? And they're trying to save humanity, but behind her was these oil rigs, right? Just that right. imagery just shows you like we're still destroying ourselves. And and right. you know, the celestial, what the judge, I call him a judge because I don't I don't want to say asterisk by accident for his Asterim name. Asterim or whatever. Asterim, right? <laughs> yeah. He uh he he's basically which happened in the comics, he will decide later, right? That was the cliffhanger. So it's up in the air. We don't really know if he'll come back or whatnot, right? Mm. But it's sad because if this was in real life, we'll know right now that we're fucked, right? Because right. we're not taking care of the earth, right? So we're, we're doing this to each other. Mm. And so it speaks volumes. Like everything just speaks volumes. It's like as if the Eternals were watchers, right? Instead of Utau. Mm. And and that's why they were they have that mentality that they're just so saddened or so... Um, they have so much post-traumatic stress from just seeing us destroy ourselves. Mm. Um, it speaks volumes. I think this is like an important film... Uh, you know what's weird? I don't know if this is really important to the MCU because it doesn't feel like it did much to the MCU. When you think about it, it's like we have these characters, 
But how did it affect the MCU? We just have a new landmark, which is the giant celestial hand and a head, mm-hmm. right? But that's it, right. you know? Everything's kind of left in the air. I mean, other than, like, Black Knight and introducing Blade. I mean, it really That's it. Everybody, <laughs> everybody just kind of went on their way. I mean, we do see... Which I love this casting. I didn't expect it. I didn't see the leaks, but we do see Harry Styles as Eros, aka Star Fox. Which no, that's cool. I, I love Harry. It's my as Genshin actor. Impact name. <laughs> Star Fox. Oh, Eros. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's cool. I love the redesign. Um, I you know what's funny? I don't even know who's that weird looking. Uh, we should make that guy into our logo. Uh, that weird. Uh, Patton Oswalt. <laughs> right. Like, oh. We don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it was weird, but, um, and that's Thanos's, uh, if you guys don't know, you probably do know, I don't know, but that's Thanos' so, brother. I have, hold, so hold on, does that make Thanos a celestial? I mean, an, an, an eternal? Yeah, yeah, Thanos is, yes. Yeah, they all live, Titan is supposed to be the planet of the Eternals, right? So they- Oh, com- shit. Yeah, they completely change everything. That's that's where everybody lived at, right? Because the Eternals started mm. off uh, at Earth, right? And then every, there's different Eternals all around the galaxy. And so, so supposedly they're supposed to come together on Titan, right? And build a society. Mm. Thanos is just an Eternal with a deviant gene. That's how he was born. So he's kind of like the black sheep of the family. And then- he falls in love with death in the comics, right? And so that's mm. why, which I like this redesign better and the MCU that he's doing it for like a certain reason, not just to impress death or something like that, right? So, you know, he does kind of seem like a terrorist in a way, if you think about it, right? Uh, Thanos. Um, whereas Eros is this, you know, charismatic character um, and apparently like the father of love. I, I heard that somewhere. Mm. I don't know why, but we'll see, right? And Harry Styles, I think, will do a great job if he's the father of love, right? I just, I just feel like that's a loophole in a way because like if if Thanos was an Eternal, like why wouldn't, like I like I get like when they, like they said like the Eternals don't interfere with human affairs or with Thanos because of, without the demons, right? Like they said like, human conflicts are their own right but if thanos is an eternal and he's snapping half the universe then he is taking away the energy needed to build a celestial on earth and other universes so don't you think the judge or the the celestials would have stepped in and took this motherfucker out so that they could like (laughs) uh have other celestials i don't know it's just a loophole there's a lot of loopholes well that's the thing again it's not the exact origin like they could (laughs) probably mm. twisted in a certain way we don't really know i think um, it was just weird that they threw like harry styles at the end and just like hey this is the brother of thanos i don't know i feel I like don't. i feel like i find that cool because he actually is an eternal <laughs> I, that was cool i mean it was cool i do like his character but i mean i don't know it was just weird that they threw it there's a there's a lot of weird things i i, I have with this if i'm being nitpicky like uh like like that and then like uh like how the fuck did uh when they were doing the the unimind thing like how the fuck did uh fucking um icarus and uh sprite how did their minds link because they didn't have the bracelet thing did you notice that uh, yeah i was, i, I that don't was a know loophole. i don't yeah, know that was just weird i don't know and then like when uh fucking <laughs> when ajak fell on the ice where the fuck did she get that shotgun from <laughs> That she, she just like manifested or some shit. Well, I mean, to their uh, offense, they were the deviants were eating one of the workers there, but it did okay, seem but weird the workers that it was perfectly had shotguns? placed. Well, like, yeah, what? it's Alaska. There's wolves and stuff, but it, it is conveniently placed, placed, right? That part, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like a MacGuffin in a way. Uh, it's like little gripes I had with the movie, but well, uh, did, I mean, yeah, yep. 
but I mean, overall, I, I I did enjoy it for what it was. They they I was gonna go back to that thing with uh exactly. I was gonna go back to the thing. If if it, it does seem confusing, it's because they definitely changed a lot of the backstory that you know mm. w- with Thanos and Eros and and Titan because Titan is supposed to be populated to hell with like different ter- Eternals and they're finding Eternals. Maybe we'll see in the future that they'll actually repopulate Eternals, uh, or Titan. I'm sorry, um, with Eternal uh, beings. So, um. Yeah, we need more lore. Again, this opens up a new possibility. It's very secluded uh, because it's kind of like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like if you guys remember, um, you know, where it's like there's certain references or like even like Netflix, Marvel. Most of the TV shows are just except Disney Plus. Most of the TV shows are like its own thing. Right. Um, So this is how it felt. So that's why I'm not sure if it it impacts the MCU universe that much. Um, It just just, opens up a lot of questions for me. Like uh, it opens up a lot of possibilities, too. Yeah, I mean, like, one question I was like, okay, so, like, Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, he mentioned that he was a Celestial. So that's why I was saying, like, how come, like, are, like, all the Celestials look alike? Are they different? Like, does that make Peter Quill, like, half a Celestial? Or, like, I don't know. It's just well, he weird. is, then, yeah. Peter Quill is, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because he can hold an Infinity Stone. Does that also mean, stopped. like, does that, like, the power scaling in the Marvel MCU now is, like, do Infinity Stones even matter? Like, can they take out celestials or like what are eternals or whatever um i don't know it's just interesting and then like other thing i was thinking about was like was uh because we saw that little end credit scene in shang chi with the 10 rings so i was thinking like maybe hephaestus made the rings or something no they're not i don't anymore. think so yeah i don't know it's just in- it's, interesting it, to think about it's alien in origin if anything they're still alien eternals are aliens <laughs> well kind of and they yeah. kind of had the weird like gold like design on it too with the rings and everything i don't know it's just interesting to think about. I'm not too sure. There's a ping in a different planet. That's why. Unless Hephaestus to, took a vacation I'm, or whatever, Hephaestus took a vacation somewhere. I'm about to start a whole Reddit thread right now. I don't know. I mean, there there is uh, there's a lot of free... I forgot what I was going to say, actually. Mm. There, there, yeah, I got you. Yeah. but I Yeah, like I said, uh, it was interesting. I, I really liked uh, the action scenes a lot. I think the fight's really cool. Um, it, it picked up a lot more towards the end when like, uh, like I said, there wasn't like a clear cut villain. So it's like, I thought it was cool that like they're, they're fighting, uh, you know, they're fighting, uh, Am- Amoth- I-, I can't say his name, Amethyst or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, <laughs> they're fighting, uh, Icarus yeah. and then they're fighting the Deviants at the same time. Right. So it's like, everybody's got like their own agendas, right. And everybody thinks they're right because, uh, in a way everybody is right. Right. Because like Icarus, you know, he's just doing what he thinks he's a soldier, right? He, he's just doing what he's been raised to do for thousands of years and who can blame him. Right. It's like, you see, you tell like after like a thousand years, you tell him like, all right, well, our mission is off. You know, I'd be pissed the fuck off too. I'd be like, oh, well, so we did this for, for nothing. I like wasted my life uh, doing this. And then we're just going to reset our minds. Like, no, fuck that shit. And then like the deviants, I could understand. Cause you know, they're just, they're just trying to survive. Right. They're just doing what they were made to do. Um, and then the Celestials I get too. Cause like, uh, you know, they're, you, you kind of need them to expand the universe and create new life. So everybody's, you know, everybody's, uh, right in their own way so well, that's so really beautiful like... too that that actually icarus that's exactly what you're saying that's so beautiful that he actually figured out that there's a purpose that he's still on there it's because of love mm-hmm. and that's why he felt so right. hurt at the end i found that really beautiful mm-hmm. um yeah and it's interesting that they posed the, the question I, like i was i was wondering like if uh if the judge was gonna spare like earth at the end but he kind of like uh he like posed the question like is is humanity worth really saving, right? And that's a, that's why I compare this to like Watchmen in a way, because Watchmen was also about like 
uh, does humanity really deserve like a second chance? Right. It's like, uh, do, are we able, are, are we, are, are we defined like by our actions? You know, like, do we, like if we were left on our own with free will, you know, would we destroy ourselves? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. But <laughs> he, he's look, right. <laughs> look at the past couple of years. <laughs> Thanos and uh, Hephaestus, whatever his name right. is, Ashamini or whatever, is right. right. <laughs> and it was really sad too. Like there was like certain moments like uh, like Festus, like uh, during Hiroshima, I thought those were like really heavy, right? Because you, you, you think about history and like all the shit that we've done, you know, it's just, it's just heavy when you think about it. But yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great Cinemax. I, I definitely think it's a, it's a standalone from the Marvel uh, MCU. Um, but I, I don't know. I just wish it would have connected more to the, to the main, you know, MCU. But I, th- I think it's really, it's a really revealing film too, because even the Celestials, they're colonizers, right? And so, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously on earth, there's so don't much of like that. like that colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much of that, right? I mean, they, they, around that time when, when Jewig felt that way, right? Uh, basically that was, that was, there was genocide happening, right? And that was the colonization going on there. And uh, it's, it's so, it speaks volumes. It just speaks volumes to us as, as, as a species, um, I, I really think it's a really poetic film and I think there's so many themes interwoven within. So is it very separate from the MCU? Yes, but it does open possibilities as, for example, again, Doctor Strange with magic or, you know, I can't even think about it right now. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And, and more galactic uh, empire, you no know, galactic cosmic scale, right? Um, and so you have here, obviously, the Celestials. What does that open up? Uh, fuck knows. But um, I guess more cosmic stuff, more cosmic goodies. But uh, yeah, we'll wait and see. I, I really did enjoy the film. I think it was way too long. Like, I, like I, I don't feel like I want to see more about, like you said, like reference more uh, famous uh, MCU characters or just Marvel characters, right? And, and that's like an introduction. Like, for example, Atlantis or something like that. Like, mention that, right? Um, they could have they could have thrown more of that in there, um, or show more about how the galaxy was created, right? I would have liked to see that, like, like the whole universe. I wanted to see more of that. Um, yeah, instead like of the start of like Nova Prime or something, like all the planets from like Guardians or like yeah. or like Ego, like we could have seen like Ego, like when he started or something, you know, just like bring it back, you know, to the main. Right. MCU, and, you know? and instead of uh, just like showing a lot of like just the characters develop, but again, um, I have to kind of give like my applause to Chloe Zhao for doing that too, because it's really like a character study and like, just like, you know, as humans evolve, they evolved as characters as well. And, and really, uh, it really dug deep into, uh, human emotionality and also, uh, like what we were like just family, talking about like earlier. Bonds, yeah. You know, and like even transcend, more than that. Transcending cultures. Right. Right. So that, that I felt like that was beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got um so obviously like we mentioned like in the end credit scene, so Blade. I know that was the Mahershali's voice, so <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise unless that That's was it. Kang. But <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I hope we're gonna see him uh I, well they mentioned they were he might be uh in in uh, Morbius. So uh, I hope we get to see him. I don't know if yeah. he'll be in Morbius. Like I I really doubt that. He wasn't in a, and he wasn't a deleted scene. Morbius wasn't a deleted mm. scene from Blade 1. I don't know if you ever knew that, but like there was a deleted scene where Morbius was like standing on top of a rooftop and that was oh, the really? end. Yeah, that was a deleted oh, scene. Shit. Um I don't know, that'll be interesting. Uh 
Blade is due until like I think what 2024, 2023. I think so. so they said they're gonna be a there's gonna be a cross. I don't know if he's gonna be in Moon Knight or Moon Knight's gonna be in Blade, but there's definitely gonna be a crossover happening. I've heard. That'll be cool. Yeah, I, it was really random for Blade to be here. Like, I did not expect that of any movie. It's like putting... I know. It's like putting... <laughs> I don't know, like putting Captain America or like... What, what's the guy's name? Let me see. What's his name? Uh, Kurun. What's his name? Kurun. Kurun. <laughs> and Guardians of the Galaxy for some reason. It's like, it's really <laughs> random. But, you right. know, it's cool. I'm all for it. Whatever. Um, right. I, I like, like I said, more the Star Fox thing, though. That was my favorite. Yeah. Like I said, like, I'm, I'm predicting there might be like doing like a Marvel Knights thing, you know, with all the uh, underground like uh, darker characters. I hope one day we get like Punisher and Daredevil back. Uh, I would love to see that. Um, and the next movie we got coming out is, uh, is it No Way Home or is it No Way Home? Doctor yeah. Strange. No, okay. No way yeah. Home. yeah. Yeah. No Way Home. Um, that's next month. So yeah. That's yeah. Next month. So that's going to be big. So it's been a great year for, for Marvel. I would say uh, it's definitely been different. You know, I think after, you know, Endgame. I think there's a lot of room to like, you know, experiment and like bring to light different characters, which is I like what they're doing with these characters. Uh, I think they're really like uh, giving them uh, due credit. Um, but yeah, we'll just uh, we'll have to see what the the future bring. And then you know we got Disney Plus Day coming up, so uh, that's on November twelfth. Or is that Disney investors? I I don't even know. At this uh, Disney point, Plus but... Day is November twelfth. Uh, we're not too sure what we'll see on that day, but it's definitely a celebration of the streaming service. And you guys could also check out our reflections that we'll be doing as well. And if there's any uh, anything that comes out in Disney Plus Day, be sure to check us out mm -hmm. here on this channel. Um, if not, follow our social media accounts as well. Uh, we'll be covering stuff when we can. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely check it out. If you haven't already uh, followed us, you can see our other movie reviews and all the other uh, things we talk about on this channel. So please uh, give us a like, a share, anything. It takes two seconds to do. Uh, we greatly appreciate it, guys. And then, yeah, like next episode is going to be our Disney Plus Day reaction. So you won't want to miss that. And with all the new content coming with that. Um, but until next time, guys, uh, thanks for having lunch with us. See you guys.